We've got a testimony being given tonight by our brother Matthew Anderson. Yeah, be excited about Matthew Anderson. Uh, Matt is going to be leaving this country very soon. He be, I know. 23rd of February is, is his last day here. So he'll be leaving soon. He's been here for two and a half years in Korea. He's been at the Itaewon Church from the beginning, essentially. Right from the beginning. He is one of the, the long-term, if you call them that here in Itaewon, long-term Itaewon people. And uh, Itaewon worshipers. Itaewon warriors. Amen. Matt... Matt is a fantastic guy. I've had the privilege of getting to know him a bit, and he's really blessed me personally. And uh, Matt is the kind of guy who, who humbles me. Uh, I like to think that I, I'm in decent shape. <laughs> Seriously. And uh, no, honestly. And, uh, and Matthew Anderson, he's, he's like the most physically fit guy I've ever met in my life. And... Um, and more than that, he's a man who, who loves the Lord so deeply and so passionately and so richly. And his walk with the Lord is one that inspires me and encourages me and blesses me. So we're going to hear from him and see and hear what the Lord has done in and through his life. So please welcome him warmly to the stage, Matthew Anderson. He needs to get out more if I'm the most physically fit person he's ever met in Korea, man. But that's cool. I think, you know, that's, I I receive that. uh, As my sisters on the prayer team would always say, just speak life. Receive those things that good people say about you. Let's see what God has to say about me. Um, Because he basically wrote this testimony, I'm just going to kind of narrate it uh, for you all. Um, Is it okay if I share a verse before I start? Okay. All right. Um, here we go. Second Corinthians five seventeen, and I'll read also verse 18. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling, reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. If reconciliation is too big a word for you, it basically means sharing your testimony, you know, being reconciled. The old man... Who I used to be is not the man I am now. Praise God. How sweet it is to finally know true love, you know? (sighs) But I'm going to start from the beginning. Don't worry, I'll I'll get excited towards the end when it it gets picked up. But I got to let you know who I was a little bit. Because God gets a lot. He gets all the glory. How I saw myself... I was a lost orphan who did not know real love and was in sin. I was an orphan living in a false identity. I was an orphan seeking my own kingdom. I was an orphan who lived a life of sexual impurity. I was an orphan who knew no humility. 
I was an orphan who praised the world. I was an orphan who quarreled against any who stood in my way. I was an orphan consumed by darkness. I was an orphan blinded by my own understanding. The story starts January 19th, 1989. <laughs> but don't worry, I'm not going to take that long. Um, basically, I was born. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. So, grew up in church. Family always had me there. Um, I really, really thought I was a Christian growing up until I got to Korea and temptation was knocking on the door. And I quickly decided that I'll believe everything the Bible says, but as far as doing it, which difference being a believer and a Christian, I don't want to do that. I'd rather be my own God. Okay? Family obviously didn't support that decision. Um, but uh, it all started, uh, I, I, my father and I, our relationship as, we, uh, as I grew up, uh, in my late teen years, I got stronger, bigger, faster, and what I thought, smarter than my father. And uh, he has definitely humbled me after coming back to Christ. Um, but, but my father, my, my earthly father, uh, Rocky Anderson, love him to death, and he'll listen to this later. Um, we, we butted heads. I, I had no respect for him. Um, he, he was a Christian. I was on my way out of being that. I, I didn't want to be a son to him. I didn't want to be a son to God. I didn't want to be a son to anyone. I did not like authority except for my own authority. Uh, but I loved people who were under my authority. I loved being the boss. I was my own God, at least I thought. To get out of the house, I joined the military. So my mom would be, you know, I, I still loved my mom the whole time. She was kind of sad how my father and I were toward each other. But I joined the military, but I told her, look, I'll become a chaplain assistant. Just let me join the military. I got to get out of the house. And so she said, okay, go ahead. Um, I support you. I love you. You know, God loves you. And I was like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> um, you know, my mom's love is the only love I'd never really got away from. Uh, just because she cooks really good. So, you know, got, got to keep that bridge, you know, strong. But I love to eat. Hey, come on now. So anyways, okay, so I get to Korea September 2008. I'm a chaplain assistant, fresh out of basic training and advanced training, uh, loving all the freedom. And my birthday uh, comes up, you know, a few months later. Uh, when I got to Korea, I met a girl, a few of them, but this, I met one of Come on now. I'll get to that. But anyways, I met a girl, um, and uh, my birthday came up. And she's like, hey, I got you a birthday gift. And I was like, well, that's cool. That's usually what people do on that day. Um, and she's like, no, it's a really special gift. It's better than any gift you've ever been given. I was like, how do you know that? She's like, well, what's the best gift you've ever been given? I was like, a weight set. She's like, yeah, this is a lot better than a weight set. I was like, so what is it? She said, well, close your eyes. I was like, okay, I'll close my eyes. If I'm speaking too fast, I'm sorry. I speak American, not English. So... Um, <laughs> But basically, she, she, uh, she told me to close my eyes. I closed my eyes. And, you know, a couple minutes later, she says, okay, open them. Open my eyes. And the gift was, uh, yeah, it was her. But it was, uh, it was Victoria's Secret. It wasn't in a box. It wasn't in a bag. It was fully displayed on her. And I was like, 
that's uh, some yeah, that's better than a weight set. Um, <laughs> because I, I mean I've already been the whole authority. You know I didn't I didn't want to do the right thing. Um, and so I. I'm glad someone's being blessed so soon. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, so like, so needless to say, I fell into the, uh, the temptation. And uh, basically that birthday, it started um, a full year of just a life of sexual impurity. Uh, went from girl to girl, um, club to club, bar to bar. Itaewon was not a place I ever thought I was going to go to church. It was a place I went to... That whole Eros love that uh, J.M. preached about, that's what I was at Itaewon for. There was no agape in my vocabulary while I was there. But um, So for a year straight, I went girl to girl, um, uh, up to probably 30-plus different relationships. Um, and most of the time, it was just I, I got what I wanted, and I kick them to the curb. If you don't know what kick them to the curb means, is I kick them to the curb. <laughs> I told them to go away. I didn't want to be with them. I, only, I got what I wanted. I was not a good guy, okay? I wasn't a sweet gentleman. Valentine's Day is coming up. I promise I've changed. Um, but uh, I was not a good guy. Um, the worst part is, is all the girls knew each other, and they were all okay that they knew each other and that they could pass me around. I thought I was playing them. They were actually playing me. Ooh. Oh, snap. That's another reason I was kind of nervous going to church in Ite when I was like, man, I'm going to be walking in church, and everyone's going to be looking at me like, He's going to the bar so soon at 4 a.m. or 4 p.m. Man, that dude's desperate. But, you know, I was going to the bar for a new reason, of course. Anyways, um, I met this one special girl. Uh, won't say her name, but uh, I met this really, really special girl. And I was, but she didn't let me in as easily as the others did. And I, I didn't like that. And I was like, what do I got to do, you know, to, you know, for us to hang out? And she goes, well, I've, I've heard a lot about you. And I was like... What'd you hear? And she's like, that you don't treat girls right. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's true. But I, I, can, I can change. I can change. And she goes, if you can change, then you're going to have to prove it. I spent five months trying to prove to this girl that I had changed. Five months, didn't, didn't have another girlfriend or relationship. And I was just focused going after this girl's heart. I was committed uh, to getting intimate. Um, and... Finally, on the sixth month, my birthday, 2010, uh, right before my birthday, she's like, okay, I'll let you in. Your birthday's coming up. Uh, you've went hard five months. I've seen you've really changed. I'm going to let you in. Birthday comes up. She says, I have a birthday gift for you. I was like, oh, great, man. Last year this happened. Uh, life just went downhill. And uh, she's like, no, no, this will be a good one. Uh, I've noticed that in these past five months, you've started kind of changing. You've actually dust it off your Bible and you kind of read it, you're starting to pursue God, it looks like, a little more. And I was like, well, you know, I've changed a little bit. You know, the more I pursued you, the more I realized that, you know, if I can pursue a girl this much, I could probably try a little harder with my relationship with God. So I was like, you know, yeah, I've tried a little bit. And uh, she goes, well, that's good. Um, so I got you a birthday gift. I was like, cool. Do I have to close my eyes? She's like, no, no, here it is. So I open it up and it's a devotional. And I was like, cool. A devotional that's a lot better than last year. Um, she's like, no, I got a second gift for you. And I was like, well, what is it? She goes, well, close your eyes. And I'm like, oh, no. I was like, well, if it's, if it's the first gift was devotional, obviously the second gift can't be that bad. So I close my eyes. You know, a minute or two later, I open them. 
Same gift as last year. I was like, how are you going to give me a devotional and then, you know, Victoria's Secret? And year, 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 bad, 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 bad. Oh, I want to change. Oh, no covering. I went out naked like the message Pastor Christian preached not too long ago. I had no covering. I instantly fell. Instantly fell. I was like, man, I waited five months, you know, almost six months for this. I, I, I fell. Um, but that whole night, I, I had no peace. I had no peace. I woke up just feeling miserable. Um, she was at peace. She ended up going on a trip for a week after that, or the day after she ended up going on a week trip. And she's like, hey, let's keep in touch. And I was like, okay. So I call her, and she goes, hey, oh, you, you called. And I'm like, well, yeah, you told me to. She's like, oh, I was actually surprised you actually did it because usually I've treated everyone in the past. I was like, oh, well, you're different. I've, I'm committed to you. I've pursued you. I've went after your heart. And she goes, oh, I just want to see if you would do it. Not that I actually want to be there for you. And I'm like, so what are you saying? She's like, well, you know how you kind of kick the girls to the curb? I'm basically doing the same to you. The difference was, as I actually cared about this girl, my heart broke. I mean, I was like, oh, man, I was bummed. I was bummed. And then I started thinking of, you know, kind of all the hearts I broke. 30 plus different hearts I had hurt, plus their friends who have told them the story and their family, they may have told the story. And then I thought of one particular heart, one very special heart. And that was my father's. My father's heart. And I'm, and I'm talking about God at this point. I'm, still, I'm talking about earthly father, Rocky. Not being a son who honored my father. And the pain I caused him, all of it came on me. And my heart began to break. The next morning, my birthday in the States, because of the time difference, I call, tell them everything. And uh, it's funny because my dad was real quiet. I was like, where's my dad? And he goes, hey, I'm here, son. And I go, so what do you say? And he goes, I still love you. And I was like, well, that's good, you know, but you're supposed to say that. He's like, no, I, I really do love you because you're coming out. And I was like, okay. And he goes, so, but you got to tell me what's the next step. And I was like, I don't know what the next step is. I don't, I'm not, I don't like the churches in Korea. They're boring. Just send some stuff from home, you know, some messages from home from the church I used to go to. And they sent me a bunch of DVDs, and I was watching them. But there's still no covering because I was so far away. And temptation after temptation, Internet. Uh, I didn't want to pursue the actual thing, but I, I was going to alternate stuff. Uh, you know, pornography, masturbation, all that stupid stuff. Still sexual impurity. I was like, I haven't changed a bit. I'm just not doing that act. Called my family again. They're like, well, what's the next step now? I said, well, obviously I need some covering. And they said, you need to find a church. I was like, okay. So I, I Google English ministries. Jubilee was the closest one at the time, uh, being in Cognom, and they were moving to Shinsa. So I was like, okay, I'll go to Jubilee. Met Mandy. Uh, if you guys don't know Mandy, you need to. She's awesome. She's in Canada right now, so don't expect to meet her now. But she, when she comes back in about three weeks, you need to meet her. Um, she's totally awesome. Met her. She invited me. She heard about this church starting in Itaewon one at a bar. I was like, that's the last place I want to be is the bar that I used to pick up girls. Um, but she kept inviting me. She was very persistent. I was like, okay, um, I'll go. I'll go see it. Ended up coming in, totally getting rocked. Um, I believe the message was on 424, 2010. It was Pastor Christian. He preached a message on abandonment. I was like, oh. 
hit my heart. Because when I walked into New Philly, or New Philly the first time, a lot of people can vouch for it. I was like... I mean, I mean, I was like scouting there. I was like, man, I'm in a bar. I mean, I used to put... That pool table looks familiar. I was there, you know. You know, I remember these, you know, this area. It wasn't set up like this, you know. You know. Man, who's that girl? I mean, I mean, Lord, come on, man. Come on. I can't do that. And hey, I'm human still. Come on. So... But 424, uh, 2010, Pastor Christian preached a message on abandonment, broke my heart. I was like, oh, that's me, you know, but my father didn't abandon me. I abandoned him and, you know, got touchy-feely and I started crying for the first time in a long time. And then I think it was the next Sunday, uh, Pastor Marcus preached a message on, um, oh, I have it on here. But he, he preached a message and at the end of the message, he called up Diana and JM for the altar call. He's like, yeah, we're going to just speak out. If this touches your heart, we just want you to come over. We're going to pray for you. Pastor Marcus just grabs the mic and goes, if your relationship with your father is not, is not very, there's one person in here, and we know your relationship's not very good with your father. If that's you, just stand up. Well, I was already standing, and I ended up falling. So <laughs> kind of did it backwards. But I was sitting at the black chair. I fell down on my knees, caught a big whiff of the uh, black chair that was sitting in front of me, and it instantly reminded me, and I started looking around. I was like, oh, snap. Here I am worshiping God in the place I used to worship the world. And it just hit me like the guy just took me in a full circle. And, and then, the, you know, this much popped up that I've been reconciled. I'm a new creation. And I'm going to walk through ET1 not scared, not full of fear. Because I'm a son. I'm not an orphan. I'm a son. And I know I went a couple minutes over, but this is the very, very, very last part. I promise. I am a son saved by grace, by the Father's sweet love, who sent Jesus to die for me and for you. I am a son who is a new creation. My true identity is I am a son commissioned by Jesus, empowered by the Holy Spirit, to be a powerful and fearless warrior slash minister of the Father's truth and love. I am a son called a rock and a comforter to those who mourn. I am a son hungry and thirsty for righteousness and justice. I am a son seeking the kingdom of God. I am a son of mercy and purity in heart. I am a son poor in spirit and meek. I am a son who writes songs and sings, just not in public, because <laughs> the shower gets all the attention. But I'm a son known as a peacemaker and one who is persecuted for righteousness' sake. I am a son called a light in the darkness and a man of faith, love, hope, and peace. I'm a son raised to be a leader who serves. I am a son who encourages, empowers, equips, and employs the saints for the Father's work. I am a son who makes the Father smile and has dreams and visions of heaven invading earth. I am a son in love called a bride to Christ and full of zeal to go deeper into his heart. I am a son covered in oil and set ablaze. I am a son who is victorious against the enemy. I am a son sensitive to the Holy Spirit and disciplined. I am a son of wisdom and revelation. I am a son unified with the body of Christ and, har and in harmony <laughs> and keeps but yet keeps my individuality I am a son of affection and affirmation I am a son whose illusions have been shattered and is now filled with the truth I am a son who stands tall in my size of faith I am a son whom with the Holy Spirit will transform individuals and nations I am a son called to tear down lies and build up truth I am a son of deep wells I am a son with a deep heart 
that meets with the fathers. I am a son with favor and fruitfulness. I am a son called to be a fisher of man and who has a feast and a place of rest waiting wherever I go. I am a son who does not worry about finances or material things. I am a son who is an eagle with outstretched wings scouting the land as a messenger. I am a son who is an owl that is known as supernatural understanding and whom many can come for answers. I am a son called to night and day prayer and regular fasting. I am a son with whom the father protects. I'm a son refined in gold and greater things are in store. I'm a son whose capacity grows because of full surrender and humility. I'm a son in whom the father says yes and amen to my prayers that bring him glory, not me. I'm a son who is limitless and praise God I'm a son. Thank you.